Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, the uh, latest, the mock draft I saw, Benny. Welcome back to Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Woods is talking... Mock draft. I mean, here. yeah, I mean, this is the first I think, wow. perhaps I've, in Ben Woods history, <laughs> turned over a new leaf, guys. Uh, they had they had JJ McCarthy going at thirteen in the first round to the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, again, take all of these mock drafts with a grain of salt, uh, but they have him at thirteen, a top fifteen pick in next year's NFL draft, which is baffling to me. When are you going to give us your sleepers? Your late round studs. Oh, my late. Uh, you got it. Probably, probably going to have to talk about Brian Thomas Jr. out of LSU. You know, the Chiefs could use a receiver. Tyler Guyton, big offensive tackle for Oklahoma. Uh, he's one of them. Expect uh, Woods' full mock draft to come out sometime in uh, early March as we get to our full NFL draft preview oh, coverage here wait. on Ben and Woods. I may come in and just do extra draft uh, draft broadcasts. You know, I love. The you gonna host our draft I like, coverage? I, I do you, love you the seem draft. to avoid our draft coverage every year. Do we do draft coverage? Yes. Every year? Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Yes. It's usually Ello and Scraby and Braden. I think I didn't, I didn't know that they do like a whole draft show every year, and we're we're nowhere near it. Well, I mean, you know, if we had a team, I'd probably be a little more. I know you invested, would, and I would too. Uh, all right, um, San Diego State basketball back in the top twenty-five, and I have uh, Dude, I have really no complaints. Higher than you thought they were going to be. Yeah, I, I was thinking low twenties. They actually were ranked nineteenth in both the AP and coaches poll yesterday. And what really actually surprised and uh, impressed me: the voters put three Mountain West teams in the top twenty-five: Colorado State just ahead of SDSU, Utah State just behind SDSU, and Nevada is knocking on the door as well. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been, in the history of the Mountain West, a poll that featured three teams in the top 25 and another one knocking on the door, 
And New Mexico is is even a potential team that could get some votes as well. They're not they're not making some noise yet, but they're thirteen and two, and will face the Aztecs on Saturday. This is maybe as good as it's ever been for San Diego State, and I thought it was also noteworthy with the Aztecs ranked nineteenth. And again, I understand the polls don't mean anything; they don't even factor into play what seed you get in the NCAA tournament. That's not information that the seeding. Selection committee takes into the room. They have the the net rankings and the Ken Palm and the computer metrics, and they look at all of those. Your quad one wins, your quad four losses. They don't have the polls. Don't make a a whit of difference in the seeding. But and now I've lost my train of thought of where I was going there. They don't make a seed of difference they, in the seed in the they, in the seed. They, they don't. But. You know, putting some respect on the Mountain West Conference is a good thing, obviously, for the. I think just kind of through osmosis, everyone is going to notice the Aztecs being on national television, having that number behind your name. Oh, the point I was going to make is last year at this time in early January, the team that made it to the national championship game, you know where they were ranked on January 8th when the poll came out? No, they weren't. They weren't ranked at all last year. So they're actually. Ahead of where last year's team was at this point. And now, I, it's beyond dreaming that San Diego State could make two straight runs to the Final Four. It would take everything going right and falling into place. The matchups in March have no idea what kind of road you'll be facing once you get there. But it was done. Remember, Butler went to back-to-back championships in, you know, about seven or eight years ago, was it, uh, from a smaller conference. It's been done before. And to me, San Diego State is on that path where you can at least dream on another deep run in the NCAA tournament no if things break their way come March. they got to be healthy, got to have the right matchups, got to have a good seating. It, it, it all could go out the window with one bad game in the first or second round, obviously. It goes out the window for teams like North Carolina and Duke and Kentucky almost every year. Only one team gets to make it all the way through, and only four get to make it through the 68 to the Final Four. So there are so many landmines between here and there. It's almost ridiculous to talk about, but this year's team's doing a a nice job and is on a good path and on a good track right now uh, to to try to get where they got last year, which is pretty incredible. And uh, we'll put Paulie's theory to the test tonight. Ranked SDSU, can they uh, withstand the pressure of the number next to their name as they play their first Mountain West road game at San Jose State? It's an 8 o'clock tip-off, which I know is not Woods' not favorite start time. We'll let you fill me for in for a morning, morning. show. Yeah. I'm excited to watch the first half. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm more worried about this weekend's game than tonight's game as far as losing after you get ranked. Tonight's game would be a bad loss even on the road. San Jose State's definitely on the bottom end of the conference. Saturday... I've heard the pit may be sold out, which is uh, they have like sixteen thousand. It's a it's a tough place to play, and every time San Diego State goes into one of these games, you know they have the biggest target on their back. They already did because of the consistent success they've had in the Mountain West, and let's be honest, because of the show, the show puts a target on San Diego State's back by being arrogant and funny and a yep, really an- what you want. amazing student fan base but they get under the skin of the other student fan bases who then want to take it out on the basketball team when they go on the road and want they want that to be their big win of the season when San Diego State comes to town and that's true of New Mexico it's true of Colorado State it's true of Nevada it's true of UNLV 
all of these schools, if you ask them honestly, if you could only win the one game this That's year, one. which one do you want to win? It's now the San Diego State game every <laughs> single season. I promise you. Yep. That's the team they want to beat the most. So every game, in that sense, is a dangerous game, especially on the road uh, for the Aztecs. Got to handle tonight. You know, handle, handle yeah. tonight. Don't look ahead. Don't look ahead. Play, you know, play your best. How's the health? Of of Reese Waters is he going to be? He, I know he played last. Yeah, I mean, hopefully getting better would be the idea. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is a, a interesting, intriguing possibility for San Diego State. And first, we need a contestant for Take on Woods. If you want to call in eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three, are we doing? Um, we got a new prize. We got a new prize this week. New trip. Yes, uh, we'll get to that coming up. You tell us eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. There it is. I will tell you all about it in just a second. You can call in. I will say, uh, so one of their freshmen, uh, and there was a feature in the UT about him this morning, Magoon Goff, I think is how it's, he's seven feet tall. I saw that yesterday in the UT. And, uh, and I mean, it's hype at this point, but he's he was injured, he had ankle surgery, was out during the preseason, and just started practicing the last few weeks. And uh, Mark Ziegler wrote about it in the UT saying, Guy has really impressed in practice. Hell he yeah, is a dude. shot blocker. He can. He's got touch. He's like three point yes. shoot, seven footer, to the point where like Brian Dutcher's almost thinking about burning the redshirt season and like maybe we bring him back and start playing him. Hundred um, percent. It's it's certainly intriguing to add that Nathan Mensa like shot blocking ability underneath, along with a guy who actually can shoot the ball and has a pretty fluid game, they say, for a seven-footer. I like it. Don't know if they will. Um, you know, they like, I guess, you know, he's he's beefing up, he's adding muscle, he's working out extra, and the red, redshirt season could allow him to focus on that without worrying about being ready for games all the time. You tend to lose weight during a basketball season. Oh, they want yeah. They want him to put on weight, and, and it's hard to do both at the same time. Where so. do I find a job that wants me to put on? <laughs> could, Woodsy, uh, you're a little bit under where I'd like you to be. Could you please put on some weight? Would you like to uh, <laughs> sign up for sdfatgame.com? Oh, my God. It would be the world's greatest endorsement. Are you like me? Do you struggle putting on weight? Sign up for sdfatgame.com. Let's do it together. You and I. We'll meet. Make your, the call. Make the call the today. Consultation. And I'll see you They're at Mickey proven D's. formula yeah. of milkshakes yeah. and french, french fries. French fries. We're going to crush this together. Uh, 20, <laughs> let's make 2024 our year. It's sdfatgame.com. Dot hog. <laughs> so, I don't know if they'll actually do it. Um, I mean, is there? what are the chances in the days of the co- the portal guys leaving for the draft, bro. Do it that he's sooner gonna, than later. He's going to play four <laughs> full years at San Diego State if he can help. That's what I say. There's got to be a temptation to see what he can do, do out it. on the court in one of these games pretty soon for yeah, Brian. Dutcher. You never know. I think, somebody I think could Dutcher, be like, All right, I don't my be assistants here. don't even let him dress because if I see him on the bench I'm down there, in. I'm putting him in the game. <laughs> So they don't let him even. He just wears a sweatsuit because Dutch says, "If I see him out there, I'm putting him in." So, he's playing. <laughs> like that's how good he's looked so, so far. I, you know, and I've seen some of these hype articles. Some of them turn out to be true. Some of them are just hype. You never, you're never a player until you've actually so you played. played. You got, yep. you got to get into a game to prove it. But that's right. another guy that Aztecs fans can dream <laughs> on going forward. All right, I see some people calling in. New prize. Let's get to it. It is time for Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Woods. All right, lots of uh, callers. Let's go with Danny in Escondido. Danny, welcome to Take on Woods. How are you? 
doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm good. All right, you're the uh, first to get a chance at our new grand prize drawing for the month of January. It is an electrifying night of rock and roll as two iconic bands, Tom Kiefer and L.A. Guns, come together to perform live on April 11th at the Westgate International Theater at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. You can get tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, we got a two-night stay at the Westgate for you and tickets to that show if you can beat Woods and qualify for our grand prize drawing. Woods is gone. I'll give you the categories here for our uh, five questions. We've got Make the Call. Five songs about phone calls. Head of the class. Five song titles with the word head. And our new category, Hi Paul. It is uh, a tribute to Hello. Paul Rindel. Musical Pauls are, are in that category. So make the call, head of the class, or Hi Paul. <laughs> what would you like to play, Danny? What's up? Uh, let's go with Hi Paul. Hi Paul. All right, the new category today, a tribute to our hardworking... Hi Paul. There it is. Executive producer and imaging director Paul Rindel is every answer includes a musical Paul. You have 60 seconds to get as uh, many of the five as you can. If you don't know an answer, say pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. First question is our two-second song. Paul, our Paul, will play a couple of seconds of a well-known hit. You need to give me the title and the artist, the Paul artist, to score that point. Danny, are you ready to play? All righty, let's go. All right, time on the clock, 60 seconds. The category, hi, Paul. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Hi, good, Paul. Good luck, Danny. Let's take on Woods. You can call me Al by Paul Simon. Correct. Which musical icon collaborated with Michael Jackson for his 1983 song, Say, Say, Say? Paul McCartney. Correct. Now in his 80s, which Canadian-born singer recently performed in Times Square on New Year's Eve and is known for signature songs including Put Your Head on My Shoulder? Oh, um, Which folk trio always denied that their hit song Puff the Magic Dragon had anything to do with smoking of marijuana? Peter, Paul, and Mary. Correct. Which 1960s group from Idaho was fronted by a keyboardist who shared a name with an American Revolutionary War hero and a band that's also an NFL team nickname? Jaguar. That's okay. Let's go back to which 80s Canadian board singer recently performed in Times Square on New Year's Eve and is known for signature songs, including Put Your Head on My Shoulder. I ran out of time there. You did get three. Got some oldies on this one to get all my Pauls in. Oh, my God. I didn't find as many modern Pauls. Uh, That was Paul Anka. Was terrible, by the way, on New Year's Eve in Times Square. The most modern one on this list. And uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders was the (laughs) band for the last one. Ah, Three might be good enough, at least for a tie, maybe a win today against Woods. I like that score, Danny. Hang on the line. Uh, I think Woods is going to smoke him. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Doesn't get the category. That could make things a little trickier. Come on in. Yeah, we get to. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Danny's score is locked in. Let's put 60 seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Danny. Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Correct. Which musical icon collaborated with Michael Jackson for his 1983 song, Say, Say, Say? Paul McCartney. Correct. Now in his 80s, which Canadian-born singer recently performed in Times Square on New Year's Eve and is known for signature songs, including Put Your Head on My Shoulder. What's that guy's name? I just watched this. (laughs) 
Neil Sedaka? Incorrect. Which folk trio always denied that their hit song Puff the Magic Dragon had anything to do with Peter, this? Paul, and Mary. Correct. Which 1960s group from Idaho was fronted by a keyboardist who shared a name with an American Revolutionary War hero and a band that is also an NFL team nickname? Paul Revere and the Raiders. Oh, and wow. that is the winner. That Ooh. is the difference in a 4-3 victory in the category High Paul. So, Hi, Paul. So who was the one that performed what, at New Year's Sadaka? Eve? What's no, his name? His name's Paul. Oh, uh, Paul Anka. Paul Anka. Yeah. There it was. Uh, Danny, good try. You came up just short against Woods today. We'll, uh, we'll put uh, another trip for Las Vegas up for grabs tomorrow. I have a, an unhealthy uh, loathing. Of you can you call me Al like an un, it's like a I of course love that song like a murderous <laughs> homicidal no sense um it, when I hear it it's something uh, ignites in me if you'll be my bodyguard start. I can be your long lost pal I, you can it, call me Eddie and Betty. Eddie went, Betty yes not Eddie Betty 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 <laughs> why would you call him Betty I don't know he's Paul his name's Paul play it. If you want me to leap across the table. And Betty, when you call me, you can call me I swear to God, he says Betty. Is it Betty? I thought it was Eddie. Well, let's listen. Oh. Misheard lyrics for 100, Alex. <sighs> and I love Chevy Chase, but him in this video made no sense. He says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't is it just this song or is it Paul Simon's all of I've never understood the whole Paul Simon thing. <laughs> just the entire thing that is, yeah. Just if you be my bodyguard, I can be alone. Betty. Betty, you're right. Yeah. It is Betty. Yeah. Not Eddie. I have friends that swear by Paul Simon. And I go, what? Yeah, dude. It's, it's whatever. Get on the bus. And he couldn't get yes. along with Art Garfunkel oh. either, right? They yeah. really had a big falling out. They did. They did. I hope that never happens to us. Me and you both, man. You're the Art Garfunkel. I I'm definitely the Paul am Simon. definitely not the Art Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I wish I had more Garfunkel in me. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, stay hot. Sorry about that. All right. Don't Danny. do this is, uh, is coming up next. I have this weird, every now and then a hockey story will grab me by the throat. And this won't is so let me, true. It won't let me go. I'm we'll telling you. drop the gloves you. with you. Yes. Hockey story. I'm telling you. Every- You're circling around with it on the ice <laughs> right now. Once I'm pulling jerseys up over heads. Once a year, a hockey story will grab me and it just doesn't let go. And this one is riveting to me. That's coming up next after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. If you be my bodyguard, I can be all on lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. Call me You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. All right, once again, my apologies for not mentioning that uh, Take on Woods was brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. It only takes 15 minutes, and you don't have to get out of your car. For directions and discounts, go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. I know that's my fault because I'm hosting Take on Woods, but you're our Valvoline guy. That's in true. Here. So maybe you should be in charge of reminding me no, every day. No, because I'm out of the room. That's a good point. <laughs> just, you make, are... just make the plays you're supposed to make. I'm it's sorry. Not that hard. It's I right did. there for you. Yeah. Another turnover by Ben Higgins. It's, yeah. in, right. it's in all caps. It's in all caps. In that section of our rundown. Is I there any that. other way I can help you? Hold up a sign. <laughs> yeah, a sign would be nice. Like a Valvoline sign. But then I'll, you know, I'll probably be looking down on my phone or something. I won't even yeah, see his true. sign. It's true. All right, I'll get us started today just on Don't Do This. Help me help you. Help me help you. <laughs> I'm out here for you. Is there a chance that uh, that Aaron Rodgers lacks some self-awareness? I here? think there's a, a chance, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers was, um, was quoted yesterday uh, when he was talking about what the New York Jets need to do to turn things around in 2024. Uh, he says, flush, flush the BS, yeah. and they have to eliminate the distractions. Football has to be the focus. They can't be caught up in everything that's swirling around the team. Now, I don't I'm not a Jets fan. I'm not inside that locker room. I don't really know what goes on. But from an outsider's perspective, I'd have to say that it seemed like the biggest off the field distractions swirling around the Jets all year long yeah. was one Aaron Rodgers and everything that had to do with his comeback and his weekly appearances on the Pat McAfee show and you know, what he thought of Coach Robert Sala and when he was brought back to the practice squad. Now, Aaron Rodgers is a is a big name, and he can't help when people want to cover what he is doing and saying. Sure. But he could have he could have maybe aided the Jets in minimizing the distractions by taking a a less forward-facing and prominent role outside of the football field this season after he got hurt in the first 
four plays of the season. It's weird, too, because when you join a new team, you know, you want to be the rah-rah guy, if, especially if you're hurt. You know, you get hurt a minute into the game, and you're done. Your season's over with. And now you're you're resigned to being a leader, a veteran, helping, you know, shepherd the young guys along. And I think he's I think he's done that. I think he's done a decent job at that. He, he was very supportive of Zach Wilson and, and all the other quarterbacks. But, yeah, man, it's kind of tough to say – we got to cut this BS, all this outside noise. When you're basically the source of a lot of the yeah, you're, most of the you're outside starting noise. a war with a late night show <laughs> yeah, host. Jim, Jimmy Kimmel skewered him last night in his first monologue, <laughs> and there's a big. He's supposed to be on Pat McAfee's show again today, where they say he's supposed to issue an apology. Jimmy says, "I'll drop it if Aaron Aaron apologizes I don't publicly." Think he'll apologize to you? But can Aaron Rodgers? Jimmy said, "He goes, I don't think he will. Yeah. But if he does, I am happy to end this yeah, right now." For sure. Um, I hope I don't butcher this story because this story grabbed me last night. Don't know why, don't know how, but it grabbed me. Really wish we had an NHL team here with drama like this one. So this is the story of Philadelphia Flyers draft pick Cutter Cochier, Ben. Uh, now, he was traded yesterday in the middle of the Flyers game to the Anaheim Ducks. And people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy was a huge pick. I think he was the, the fifth pick by the Flyers in July of 2022. Now, it's pretty convoluted how the NHL draft works. You draft a guy, you have his rights. He was in college at Boston College at the time, and he said, I'm going to stay, which is not uncommon. It happens a lot. Uh, I'm going to stay and finish out my, my thing with Boston College. Then they usually go into the development programs. He said, no, 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 I'm staying another year at Boston College. They're like, ooh, we'd really love to get you the playbook and get you working on the, the way we do things in Philadelphia, Cutter. And uh, he said, nope, I'm good. I'm going to play for uh, Team USA. And I'm going to finish out this. Now, BC's the best hockey school in the country right now. I believe they're number one. He's their frontline center. Uh, so he is is pot committed to, to Boston College. And then it came out, he never wanted to play for Philadelphia. And allegedly told them, I don't want to play for you guys. I don't draft me because I don't want to play there. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of the city, the organization, the head coach, John Tortorella, our old beloved. Torts. Torts. Yep. Uh, the only hockey coach I can name, I think. No one really knows why. I do know they made a last-ditch effort, though. The brass of the Flyers flew to Sweden to meet with him and talk to him. And I, I believe, based on reports, he ghosted him. Just never communicated his intentions or interests. So uh, there was a gentleman yesterday on the – what is the name of the podcast? I just saw it. Um, he was on a podcast yesterday talking about this – trade that happened. Snow and the goalie. Snow the goalie. That's right. It's the Flyers CEO, isn't it? Well, I was going to, you just ruined my tease, but yeah. So yes, this guy was on <laughs> this, this guy. This guy was on the Snow the Goal podcast. I feel bad for Cutter when he comes to, well, I don't really feel bad for Cutter when he comes to Philadelphia. But, <laughs> it's going to be a rough ride here. It's going to be a rough ride here, and, yeah. and, he, and he earned it. Because you know what? We're Philadelphians, yes. yeah. and that's how we want people who want to be here with us. Dude, so again, I was going to say that wasn't a podcast host. That was the CEO of the Philadelphia Flyers saying, basically, when this kid comes here, he's a dead man. We are going to. Just, there's a I feel bad for Cutter when he comes to. Well, I don't really feel bad for Cutter when he. Like right there. I'm like, Dude. Well, I don't really feel bad for Cutter when he comes to Philadelphia. But, <laughs> it's going to be a rough ride here. It's going to be a rough ride here, and, and, he, and he earned it. Because you know what? We're Philadelphians, yes. and that's how we want people who want to be here with us. He is a 19-year-old kid. That, that dude has basically just put a bounty on his head. 
It's like, is this like an Eli Manning situation? I think it's kind of where like I just that. don't want to play for your organization. I don't, I don't want to play here because honestly, Philly is has been a rising sports town. And if you had your choice of Philadelphia or Anaheim right now, <laughs> which is where he was traded to the yeah. Ducks, don't know why you wouldn't choose Philly to start your career. I feel like I'm sorry. I'll say this: if you're a, an athlete and you're going to be drafted, if some if a team in Philly takes you. Just embrace it. Embrace it until you're a free agent and go, go wherever you want. If you truly yeah. don't want to be there, like that is a town that will literally turn on you in, in a second. So, and, and maybe the Ducks got a steal. I mean, they gave a pretty Drysdale, pretty decent player. But if they end up with a superstar in their hands and he wants to play there, you know, that they may have lucked into that situation of getting someone who can be a star in the future. Well, and, and luckily, as Mike points out in the chat, they only play Philly one time a year with Anaheim. So, yeah, one game. One game uh, for Cutter Cochier, but uh, really, really interesting story yesterday. And uh, the the ghost bit I thought was pretty interesting of just not showing up to a meeting, not communicating your feelings. Um, but yeah, it was a really, really nutty thing for a CEO to say. <laughs> Finally, uh, do 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 this here for a Tuesday. DD Mega Doo Doo. And I always respect a local news reporter who knows how to plow through <laughs> yes, when do. there's distractions all around you, whether it's a uh, an SUV running you over or someone jumping into your live shot, you got to plow forward. And a, uh, a local Green Bay reporter, was uh, she was in front of, I think, Lambeau Field talking about ticket prices for the playoff game uh, for the Packers uh, that's coming up after they, they clinched a spot. And she's doing her report, and all of a sudden someone jumps, jumps in, and she's unaware. And she thinks it's a fan, but we'll let you listen to the video. It's not... It's not actually a fan of the team. It's a player on the Green Bay Packers. Here's what it sounded like. And I'm sure they'll bring that energy right to Texas. I'm just tell you, Pack is back. <laughs> you heard it from a fan right here. Pack is back. <laughs> Tickets to Sunday's game range from close to $200 all the way up to thousands of dollars on Ticketmaster. So so that was not a fan. That was actually cornerback. By the way, the highest paid cornerback in the league, Jair Alexander. And I'm sure they'll bring that energy right to Texas. I'm just yeah, you pack is back. Jump, jumps right in. <laughs> she keeps going, though. Doesn't miss a beat. Doesn't seem that flustered by what's going on around her. Now, Alexander, of course, was in the headlines a couple of weeks ago when he got suspended for Basically declaring himself a captain and nearly <laughs> oh messing up the coin toss. No, Remember he that? Missed that. So <laughs> weird. No, he missed that story. That was uh -huh. a DDT. Declared himself a captain, <laughs> went out for the coin toss, and then nearly said, we'll receive instead of defer, right. which would have meant that <laughs> the, the, uh, the opponent, whoever they were playing, the Panthers, would have had the, the ball to start both halves. Yeah, you peg his back. <laughs> <laughs> but good for that reporter who didn't let anything distract her from her local TV news report. You heard it from a fan right here. <laughs> Phenomenal. Well, let's Phenomenal. don't and do do this for a Tuesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we got to run. Amy Trask is going to join us, Princess of Darkness. We'll talk about the NFL playoff matchups and more coming up next here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. mentioned earlier that we don't have a ton of football guests on our show, pretty much because they don't necessarily meet the standards of what we're looking for. But Amy Trask meets every standard. She's got her own walk-up music, and the Princess of Darkness joins us. Let's get right to it here on 97.3 The Fan. Amy, welcome back to Ben and Woods. Happy playoffs, and good morning to you. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. And can I have a couple minutes just to take time? jump off the radio and go tell my family that I actually met someone's standard because this is really, really big, exciting news for me. Well, I can relate. I think we all can. Uh, Amy, How? I, hopefully you had a, a nice Christmas, nice New Year, all that, and now it's it's time to get down to business. I mean, we've been – we have watched some really – bad NFL games the last you know it, these last this last week maybe uh, notwithstanding it the product for about a 6 week stretch there was a little bit rough it was a little bit rough to uh, to stomach but now you know the cream has risen to the top and it's playoff time well and i would say um you know some of the i guess the word i would use for some of the games you're referencing is just odd odd, odd outcomes um surprising outcomes a lot, a lot of injuries, and that certainly impacted a number of yep. games. But, men, this is the way the league is designed. This is the desire of the league. This is the hope of the league that it comes down to Week 18. I believe in Week 18 going in, 20 teams were still playoff eligible. The league is built around the concept of parity. Your point is very well taken. Some of that parity wasn't beautiful, but it was still parity. It's really a quarterback issue, isn't it, Amy? I mean, with the number of injuries, there just aren't enough quarterbacks for every team to have a solid starter and then a decent backup in the NFL. And when injuries happen and you're going to get more of them in a 17-game, 18-week schedule, we're probably going to be seeing more of this going forward where teams are kind of running out of people to, to run their offense late in the season. You know, you may well be right, but what I think we also see a lack of is a lack of planning a lack of having a solid emergency quarterback. And look, I get it. I was involved in these discussions for decades. Do you allocate resources? Some people prioritize cap. Others prioritize cash because notwithstanding the value of these teams and the annual cash flow and revenue, some team owners and management prioritize cash and revenue. And so do you allocate cap space? Do you allocate additional cash? Do you allocate a roster spot to a good, solid backup quarterback? Cleveland is looking very, very, very smart right now. And look, I get it. They didn't sign Joe Flacco until 
well, well, well into their spate of quarterback injuries. I think he's their fourth or fifth starter. But the fact is they have a quality starter, and that's where they are right now. So your point is well taken about quarterback injuries, but you got to add to that teams need to do better planning to be ready in case they have an injury of that nature. What about time? When you say what they allocate toward backup quarterbacks, and I've been told you know, there's a limited number of practice reps and, and starters get the vast majority of them. What was your experience in seeing like how many snaps would a backup take during the week? Just a couple? Should they be giving more, or is that taking away valuable time when the starters need to be getting better during the week? That, that's a phenomenal question. And by the way, a question I have never been asked. So there you go. Um, and I'm going to, res- you know, revert to my law school background and I'm going to answer yes and yes. In other words, both. Um, you're right. There are a limited number of practice reps. Those numbers, the number of practice reps has become more limited over time. But you do have to allocate some of them. Look, a quarterback, any player can go down on any given play. You better be ready. It, it's a it's a great point you make, and I was saying earlier we were uh, letting our audience know that you were coming on the show. You're one of maybe five people that we interview that I, when you'd say, hey, this is how we used to do it, like, there's a lot of people in sports that say, well, back in my day, this is the right way to do it. No, with you, I love hearing your stories about how you would actually be in the war room with Al Davis, of all people, uh, making personnel decisions. Uh, Amy, I love when you tell those stories. I think you have such a great command of how it was and how it is now. I wanted to ask you, speaking of, of Al Davis and the Raiders, um, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around about a potential new head coach. How, how connected are you to the Raiders still? I'm sure a lot in your heart. Um, There's a difference between a heart connection and a business connection. And I shall always, always, always want the very, very, very best for Raider fans. I want them to be happy. I, I, I cheer for Raider fans. So I'm connected in that manner. I always will be, but I'm not connected with the organization in a business sense. And I will tell you a funny note in that regard. At least we think it's funny in our house Anytime an issue arises with the Raiders, which requires handling it, managing it, dealing with it, my husband and I look at one another and smile and I say, not my problem anymore. Yeah, um, not so my circus. I wish, <laughs> yeah, not my problem anymore, not my headache anymore. And I say that with love and I say it with affection. Um, I do want the very, very, very best, but I'm not involved at all in the analysis or any of that. Do you think the very best is keeping Antonio Pierce as head coach? Obviously, they didn't keep Rich Bisaccio when he made a nice run as interim a couple years ago. Uh, will they go a different direction or do you think he did enough that, that Mark is going to give him that job going forward? I don't know what Mark will do. I don't know whether he will go in that direction. There's obviously been a lot of chitter chatter. That's my very fancy way of saying, you know, scuttlebutt rumor talk. There's been a lot of chitter chatter about Mark wanting to go after Jim Harbaugh. I could see him doing that as well. Uh, I think both of those choices are, you know, have a tremendous amount of merit to both of those. I did love one thing Antonio said when I believe this was after they beat the Chiefs. Yes, it was. And someone was talking to him in the post-game media session about, you know, looking into the job. Does he want the job? How is he going to approach that? And he said, my resume is on the field. Wow, that was a powerful comment. 
Talking to Amy Trask, the Princess of Darkness, NFL playoffs get underway this weekend. You can hear all the games here on 97.3 The Fan, and you can watch five of the six of them on network television. One of them, though, is going to be streaming. I wanted to get your thoughts on that, Amy. Uh, a, a game that's only on Peacock that you have to subscribe for, you have to stream on an app. I, I imagine there's going to be some football fans who uh, who are not happy about that. Is that the way of the future? What's your uh, impression of uh, Dolphins Chiefs on Peacock only? Well, I'm going to answer your question, but first I'm going to thank you for not only the walk-up music, you know I love that you do that, but also for that very nice insertion of Princess of Darkness. (laughs) Thank you very much for that. Thank you, you're welcome. You know, I'm going to answer your peacock question in a little bit of a snarky, snarky manner. When I was speaking with my husband yesterday as we're getting ready for this weekend of games, um, with you know, as I'm getting ready for for the work I do with CBS Sports, and we were talking about peacock, and I said in a bit of a snarky tone, Maybe we just shouldn't get it as sort of standing up for Al Michaels. And, you know, in solidarity with I'll tell you, if Al was doing the game, we would absolutely get Peacock. Yeah, good point. We haven't gotten it yet. I'll report back at some point whether we do or not. I love that. I love that. Sticking together. Al Michaels, I don't know of anybody more deserving and and great at what he does. Uh, Certainly we've heard about some of the fallout that's gone on, but um, I love that you're standing in solidarity with Al. Pretty good guy to stand in in solidarity with, I would imagine, Amy. Boy, the the games he's delivered us, but I will tell you that since... We had our issues, we had our arguments, we had our disputes, and they were pretty pretty heavy during my years in the league. And when I left, Al reached out to me as adults should and as he did, and we put all that behind us, and I, he should be doing that game. He, you know, look, we all know, do you believe in miracles? And when I say those words, I hear them in his voice, and I still get goosebumps. So um, I don't know if I'm going to do anything with Peacock. I may just say no in solidarity with Al. Is it true that they make him Amazon makes him deliver packages in the off season to pay <laughs> to pay for that contract? You know, I, I think I see an Amazon truck coming up the street right now. Let me yell out Al. the window and see if this is one. I think Kirk Herbstreet's driving this one. Kirk and his dog. It's uh, Amy Trask on with us this morning. You know. For good, the the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever uh, people think about the NFL, there's one thing that they do that I do appreciate very much, and I wish my favorite sport, baseball, would would implement this. And, and, and baseball has been changing a lot of rules. They've been changing uh, things to affect the pace of play. I think football does a good job every year with their uh, committee when they decide how to improve refereeing. And I know it's never going to be perfect, Amy. I wanted to ask you about um, the, the, the the moves that the NFL is making to make sure they're calling the right game every single day that you think other sports should implement. And what else do you think, in your opinion, needs to be done to football to make it a better product? I know it's hard to top. I mean, they, they dominate the ratings, but um, as you watch the game, what could make football better? Well, look, there's a saying I learned it the moment I joined the league, and I found it to be true throughout my years in the league. I still do. Football is a game of inches. It is a game of seconds. The smallest little nanosecond can be the difference between whether a pass rusher gets to the quarterback or not, whether a corner gets burned by a receiver or not. And that little, little, little inch can be the difference between a first down or a touchdown or not. And the reason I note that is it's a hard game to officiate. You're out there with extraordinarily large men. It's very, very hard for the officials to see what's going on. So in light of all of that, I do believe that for the most part, 
they do a terrific job. The two issues that are suggested for making it better are make the officials full-time. Pay officials an amount of money such that they don't need to be working owed you know, what I'll call, you know, a full-time job or another job or a significant job in order to make the wages they want and then referee, make officials full-time. There's some merit to that. Uh, and then the other issue is technology. But the technology issues aren't as easy as some people suggest. Some people suggest, well, put a chip in the ball and then you know if it goes over the plane. Well, no, you only know if the part of the ball with the chip in it goes over the plane. You don't know if another part goes over the plane. So it's a hard game to officiate. And I will say this about football and every single sport. These issues become much, much more um, important now that gambling is so prevalent. Oh, my gosh, yes. What and, if the you know, whole ball was it, made out of computer chips? Or just one yeah. big chip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, an official may make a mistake, and it may, may, it may be a good faith, honest mistake. But there are going to be those who immediately rush to, well, is there, you know, is there something involved is with the a gambling yep. angle? And, you know, there's a great razor, if you will, that's what they're called, Hanlon's razor. Never attribute to mendacity that which can be explained by incompetence. And I'm not suggesting officials are incompetent, but the point of this razor, Hanlon's razor, is don't assume the worst. Don't assume when you see a bad call on the field, it's because there's something mendacious. There's gambling involved. They may have just made a mistake. Sure. I'm more of an Occam's razor he guy. Is. He I loves love Occam's razor. He loves it. A Amy, thank I you so much. <laughs> uh, enjoy the playoffs. Hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you. Hope to. Amy Trask, Princess of Darkness, uh, CBS Sportsnet, uh, that other pregame show. She's got that podcast now. Uh, out the women in football podcast, which is uh, it's incredible stuff that she always puts out there. I, there was one question I didn't get to ask her. I will ask you instead because we ran out of time. We'll do that right after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. We didn't really get into specific matchups, but uh, to me, Woods, the, the two favorites, the one seeds with the bye, there's no reason right now to think they won't go to the Super Bowl. Ravens, 49ers. Sure. But that is often not the case. There are upsets all the time. So the question is, the 49ers and Ravens won't meet in the Super Bowl if fill in the blank. Is it is it because the the 49ers don't get the kind of quarterbacking play they need from Brock Purdy? I mean, I just I can't really find necessarily is it was another one of those teams just so hot as Buffalo so hot Josh Allen makes such plays that they they end up running all the way to the Super Bowl. Right now, to me, I'm not overthinking it. It's Baltimore, it's the 49ers, and I don't have a compelling reason to pick anybody else at this point. It's the chalkiest bet you can I know, make. But I, I, I told you, last week or two weeks ago, I went and put money down on the Ravens at plus 350 to win the Super Bowl because I watched three of their games in a row and went, who's beating these guys? Like They look all they're firing on all cylinders. And Lamar, like, so, I, yeah, I... Honestly, Benny. I mean, is it injuries? It's if, injuries. If, if injuries happen. We saw what happened when the 49ers got beat up in the middle of the season. They lost three straight games. But if those teams stay healthy and having a bye helps you stay healthy, I mean, rust, can that could that derail one of those two teams after a week off? I kind of doubt it. I'm I'm going simple here. And and I, I think we're locked into a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl unless something weird happens in the next three weeks. Which, you know, typically we always talk about bat, the NBA playoffs. 
it's pretty chalky. You can you can pretty much pick your winners. MLB, nobody knows anything. Zero. Nobody. You have no idea. I mean... No, none at all. Go, none. No. Zero. Go into the, the thing going, yeah, we're locked in. You we can look our... at pitching matchups yeah. and who's healthy and, no. and maybe make some guesses. Still doesn't matter. It but, does not matter. But not it's not like football. Yeah, it's not like football Which is all. weird because baseball, you know, seven-game series should be more... Yeah. You know, favoring the better team than just one game. Not but case. it doesn't seem to work that way. <laughs> Home field advantage doesn't exist. All right, we'll come back. Two more hours to go. If you missed it at 6 o'clock, Ben's Tuesday Open. Get to hear that again coming up next on 97.3 The Fan. Don't go away. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.